Hello, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis broadcasting from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. And today's topic is this. Sell the principles, not the project. Sit back and relax, and let's get started. So I've had a lot of opportunity over the last few weeks to spend to spend a lot of time with high-level, C-level executives at some big, big organizations. And as a result of these conversations and as a result of them kind of happening all in a row, I've started to see some very powerful patterns emerging. And there's, there's really two primary things that I'm noticing. One is, is that these businesses are all in absolute chaos about 99% of the time. Absolute chaos. The bigger the organization, the more people involved, the more chaos. Like the end. And they all need help, right? They all need help. Now, part of the challenge with more people, lots of people, is that you have people at varying degrees of, let's just say, perhaps personal integrity. Now, this is not a, this is not a, uh, a, a condemnation, right? It's the same thing we're all dealing with. We're all at any, at any given time, we're all at varying degrees of integrity with ourselves. Like, you know, if, if I don't get my workout in, if I don't make my commitments to send my messages to my wife and children, if I don't spend time in prayer and meditation, if I don't, um, constantly I'm not not constantly on a search for new information to to energize my mind find insights if I'm not constantly looking to share and teach then I'm not really in integrity with myself right so the just by by virtue of the numbers the more people you've got involved the more the more variability there is inside of that group of how many people will be in integrity with themselves and in power, what that means at any given time. And obviously that's a moving number. But what it means is that that integrity bleed, that energy bleed that happens starts to affect the business, right? It starts to affect the way people behave. It starts to affect their stories and their, and their perspectives on the work that they're doing and the people they're working with and the partners they're working with and their competitors and their friends at work and their boss and all of these things. This lack of integrity, internal integrity, starts to create, in many cases, can create a, um, uh, how am I going to put this? What does it create? It creates it creates this virus that can start to start to multiply inside of an organization. And it starts to manifest itself with what you might call just bad energy, right? Bad energy, negativity, gossip, um, finger pointing, Blame, shame, guilt, all the things that, that we're all fighting with in t- inside of ourselves at any given time. 
and it starts to show up in the organization, in the business. You start to see people avoid responsibility and start to hide behind process. I can't help you. No, you've got to fill out the form first, right? I can't help you. Uh, we've seen that. I was just talking to a client yesterday and they said, yeah, we just needed this one thing done and it was really important and it was vital, but the people that held the keys to do it wouldn't do it because we needed to fill out two forms and figure out the thing and all these different things. They're hiding behind process instead of taking ownership. Well, that's that. the root cause of that is a lack of personal integrity inside of themselves if you really went back to it. Lack of personal integrity leads to a lack of certainty, a lack of certainty, and I'm not going to do anything to rock the boat. I'm not going to go outside any line that I feel like might cause me to be at risk uh, because I'm not, I'm not certain enough in myself. So I say all that to lay the stage. That's actually the, the reality of a lot, or if not most, companies at any given time, right? It's always moving. It's always dynamic. It can be better in some time, some months. It can be um, worse in others. I mean, it is a flow. There's times where the team is on fire and there's times when the team is burning down, right? <laughs> um, so what does this mean in terms of sales, what does this mean in terms of projects and business development? It means that when you're going into an organization, you're engaging that organization, that that is the kind, that's what's happening in the background, that's happening underneath the surface. And it can become very difficult whenever you've got a lot of different people and stakeholders involved in a project that have, have uh, an interest inside of what's going on and whenever you've got this background chaos of energy happening, that that can bleed into the project that you're either trying to develop and sell or the project that's already ongoing. The bigger the project, the longer the project, the less transactional it is and the more uh, ongoing collaborative work that's required, the more likelihood this kind of energy scarcity and integrity problems and things like that start to can, can creep into it. What's the antidote? What's the antidote? The antidote to this is what we've, what I've, what is, a, is something I've, I've been doing for a while, but I've never really codified it until just recently, which is this idea of installing this instead of selling the project we're selling a set of principles. What does that mean? It means that whenever, instead of saying we're going to do this project, we're going to deploy this technology, this software, this service, whatever, before we ever get to that point, we've already helped the client prospect get clear about the vision of what they actually want, what's in the way, what happens if they don't do anything different. We've got them clear about that. We know that's in, that's in place. But then we say, whenever we do this project together, what are going to be the governing principles that are going to guide us through it? What are going to be our Ten Commandments? What are going to, what's going to be our constitution of what's going to be the North Star as we go through this project? 
what are going to be the things we're going to tolerate and not tolerate? And I'm not talking necessarily about, this is not about by this technology or that technology or, or any of those kinds of things. It's a, it's a set of, of principle, evergreen type statements. And in reflection, all of the, I, and I never put this together until last night, all of the biggest projects, deals that I've ever done have always included some element of that where we got really clear with the client on what the principles were going to be. And some of those principles we brought to the table or I brought to the table. And then we worked through a process of actually helping the client get clear on some of theirs that are unique to their specific scenario, their specific industry, their specific uh, set of values. Because uh, once we get that in place and we get this list, right? And a list might be some of the, some of the ones that we've, we've talked about even as late as yesterday were uh, that, for example, we're going to be nimble and fast. What does that mean? It means that we're not going to tolerate things that slow down the ability of the executives to execute. We're, we're, you know, the way the project and technology and everything is set up, that things taking weeks or months to execute is not, a, we're not going to tolerate that anymore. It, it must be fast and must be nimble. That plays out in terms of the way technology is deployed. It plays out in the way, uh, in terms of the way uh, the business is going to operate, support and things like that. We also talked about, uh, what was one of the other ones? Um, that we're going to be accountable. So, you know, right? So some of these principles don't like, they're not rocket science. Be accountable. So inside of this project, what we said is, how, did this, how does this play out? There's two ways in the, this particular conversation happened yesterday. One is be accountable, meaning we're always going to have real-time, easy-to-understand data for the executives, meaning that they're not, there's never an idea that there's this black box of like, we don't know what's going on. That's number one. Number two, and this became out of the, 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 from the client, they said to us being accountable is meaning that you own the problem. One of the problems that we have right now they were talking about is that nobody will own a problem. Everybody points a finger to somebody else. So our principle inside of this project is that anybody working inside of this project is going to have a mindset of ownership of the problem of any problem, of anything that comes up inside of it, there's never going to be, it's your fault, my fault. We're just going to, you're going to take it and own it and go. So be accountable, be nimble, be fast, be accountable. In the case of this particular client, the healthcare organization, patient first. We're going to always seek to have the patient's interests over our own. Well, how does that play out? Well, in many organizations, um, organizational hierarchy or ego can often play into what they think should be. There's a loss of perspective in terms of who is actually the user as opposed to thinking you you can't actually many times see things from the eyes of your client unless you go do the work. And so that frame sets up a sets up a scenario where you say, "Okay, we're gonna, we're going to do this or not do this based on uh, does it actually you got to be able to de- justify does it actually serve the patient or the client or the or the customer? You've got to be able to if you want to do something, you have to be able to show and demonstrate that. That's one of their principles. Simplicity over complexity. That was one of the other ones we talked about yesterday. Uh, 
Wherever possible, we're going to remove complexity and increase simplicity. So throughout the project, that's going to be a core governing philosophy, right? So there's these, these are just examples of some of these principles. And we had a list of about 10. That is one of the most powerful things I've ever seen to aggregate consensus and build support rapidly in, in the midst of a chaotic organization. Because what's actually happening there is that while the, the, the people out there kind of in the ether may all be struggling and right, this is the thing, companies are made up of people, people are imperfect, people are just all struggling with whatever they've got going on. Who knows, right? They may not have any process for managing their own energy. They may not have anything to keep themselves in integrity. They may not have any of those frameworks. They're just waking up every single day, going into work, getting consumed by all of the chaos, going home, having dinner, going to sleep, doing it again, doing it again, just working for the weekend and just trying to like survive, right? That's what's happening out there. Now, if you bring into that conversation this idea of, okay, well, look, there may be chaos everywhere else, but this project, inside of this project, here are the principles that we're going to live by. What I saw over the last several weeks is that people see this as a light because they not only look at the principles and they say, okay, wow, if I'm stepping into this project or at least if I know this project is happening or if this is a project my team is doing as a senior executive, I see my team is doing something and they're basing what they're doing off of this set of principles. I can get behind those principles. I'm going to support those principles. If I'm a project team, if I'm a team member and I go, well, like, Hey, I know what's expected inside of this project. This thing is operating at a different level. In fact, like as long as I'm in integrity with these things, I can feel good about what I'm doing. What I've observed is that instead of this, and we're never even talking about the project. We're never even talking about the, the nuts and bolts of software and services and strategy and any of that stuff. We're just talking about the principles that there's an absolute um, like gravitational pull to this idea that we're bringing these principles into the conversation. And whereas the rest of the organization may be in complete chaos, this project is going to be about these principles. And it's not, and it's this is way before any software, product, talking, any of the features, benefits, any of that stuff. It's just the principles. It's incredible. When you sell the principles first, the project just happens then you do have to play the game of keeping an integrity with the project. As you do the project, people still have to live inside those, that framework. So you still have to do the work. But in terms of cutting through the noise, in terms of cutting through all of the negative energy that could be happening inside of a company and actually bringing a gift to that organization, helping and providing principles to guide the project and selling that first is one of the most powerful things I've experienced. And so I'd have you look at your sales process. I'd have you look at even your life in general. Do you have a code? Do you have a set of principles written that you could explain to somebody about the way you live your life? Because here's the thing. You can't actually do this tactic. You can't actually go and deploy this 
inside of a company as a, as, a, as a sales process, as a business development process, as a consulting process, unless you're actually living it. So before you start going, hey, what are my principles for my clients that I'm going to bring? You've got to ask yourself, what are the principles that I have for myself? And you may have a couple rattling around your head, but I challenge you to actually write them down. Can you write five principles, five guiding principles that are governing the way you operate, the way that your family is operating? Most people don't have this stuff written down. So that'd be my challenge for you today is take out your notebook, take out, take out your journal and write down five governing principles that are governing your life if you have them or go to work on one. Some of the ones that I have, truth above all else. Tell the truth. Stop lying. The end. Like, no secrets. In my family, with anyone. Feelings matter. We don't bury our feelings. They're valuable. They tell us things. Results matter. The facts matter. Like, all of these are simple things. It's out of the Wake Up Warrior movement. We call it real, raw, relevant results. Facts, feelings, focus, fruit. It's a simple code. And that can be translated into any case. But unless you're working with some type of code, unless you're working with some type of code in your family, there's no way you're going to be able to bring a code into a project and help somebody develop their own unless you've done it. So if you've done it, awesome. If you've got these written down, if you can point to them, if you can print them out and share them with someone, awesome. You are ahead of the game. And now you can take this same game of helping people develop principles around a project and bring that into their game in a business. And when you sell that, when you sell the principles first, the projects, the value of the projects increases exponentially because the value that you're bringing has increased exponentially. If you'd like to connect on this and talk about it deeper, please reach out to me. You found my email address in the show notes. Find me on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I appreciate you. Thank you for all the ratings and reviews and feedback. That's what I got for you today, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis signing off from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. Thank you so much. More to come.